Welcome to episode, I have no the idea. The Oak and Rose movie podcast, movie review podcast. We wanted to try something different today. And we, we should to- turn this into a movie podcast because we technically are right now. This I is exciting. It. I know. I love what we're about to I'm do. I'm really excited to do this. I love what we're about this. to talk about. Yes. You know, movies have been very influential in our lives. Mm-hmm. And I don't think people know how much it shapes you as a person, how much you use that lingo 10, 20 years down the road. And one movie that has been incredibly... Before you, before you even reveal it, I have movies that... We, like Star, How Star Wars has affected me as, as a business person. How the Marvel Cinematic Universe has helped us grow. You think these are just silly movies. There's stories behind them. There's, there's um, uh, Joseph Campbell calls it the hero's journey. And everyone is on this hero's journey. That's right. And, and, and I, we, I, I could talk about this for days on end. We have yeah. a lot of podcasts about how... And this is not a movie review. Right, yeah, per se. This, this, is, is, how this is how this is how a movie has literally affected us, affected us right. in our lives. And the movie that we're going to talk about today is Tommy Boy with Chris Farley and David Spade. Our favorite. You know, and Michael was saying before we got on the air that you watch this movie when you first watch it. It's funny because it's Chris Farley. It's his antics. There's it's two movies. When we were younger, and for the first fifteen years of watching Tommy Boy, it was just silly antics. It was. Chris Farley's right. stupidity and David F- David Spade's stupidity. You mature and you realize that, you know, uh, hitting a deer is not as funny as what this kid is going through in his life. This is about a story about a fuck up, a college, you know, he was in college for seven years <laughs> and, you know, um, he, he inherits his father's business after his father unexpectedly passes away and he has to save the company. And in order to do that, he's got to go on the road and sell a million brake pads. He has to, he has to grow up. He has to grow up. So with our first clip, this is, this is Chris Farley trying out sales for the first time. And I think anyone who's ever been there can relate to that. I've certainly the first time you walk into a sales call and you have no idea what the fuck you're doing this. while this is, this is uh, exaggerated. There's a ton of truth behind it. Hang on one second before you hit play. Did did something like this ever happen to you? Clearly, you never were gonna about to do what this happened. But I've opened my mouth very stupid occasions. I've heard mom and Marilyn have opened their mouths on very stupid, you know, mm-hmm. at stupid times. Well, here, here we're gonna we're gonna start here, and this make is, it full screen too. Yeah, this is Chris Farley, and uh, one of the greatest scenes probably in film history. This is and hysterical. I'm sure you guys know it. Our new brake pads are really cool. You're not even gonna believe it. Like, um, let's say you're driving along the road with your family, and you're driving along, la la woo, and then all of a sudden there's a truck tire in the middle of the road, and you hit the brakes. Whoa, that was close. <laughs> now let's see what happens when you're driving with the other guy's brake pads. You're driving along, you're driving along, and all of a sudden the kids are yelling from the backseat, I gotta go to the bathroom, Daddy. Not now, damn it. Truck tire. I can't stop! Oh, help! There's a cliff! Oh, and your family's screaming, Oh my God, we're burning alive! No, I can't feel my legs! In comes a meat wagon! And the medic gets out and says, Oh my God! New guy's in the corner puking his guts out! All because you want to save a couple extra pennies. <laughs> and to me, it doesn't get out. Now- so, <laughs> what does it's, that scene show you? So, like, it's still good after all these oh, years. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's still hilarious. It hasn't, yeah. hasn't aged a day. No. 
But, you know, in my opinion, that's the equivalent of going in and or posting. That's the equivalent of going and posting online saying, use my service. We're the best. Or, you know, uh, here's this ad like this post and receive 10 percent off. Or no one clicks on that shit. It's clickbait. Not even clickbait. No one clicks on it. And no one cares. No, you know, like, you know, you can't come in and say, bye, 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 bye. And that's exactly what What Chris Farley is doing there. What he did there too. And I just realized this after watching that 5,000 times, because I've literally seen that scene 5,000 times. He's telling the buyer that they're, they're doing something wrong. Yeah. He ruined the guy's desk. He screwed up his classic car collection, but he's telling the buyer because you want to save a couple extra pennies. People are now dead. Right. And He's putting it on the, he's putting it on the buyer when we're going to see the next clip and you're going to see how things are starting to change that he's taking his wackiness, right. Of, of being this, you know, I don't want to say degenerate. He's just, he's a, he's a loser. Well, no, he's, he's letting himself, he's immature. Shine. You know, he's in, in, in the next clip that we're going to see, it's him coming to a realization that you have to be yourself. Right. And this self. wasn't himself. He was being stupid. He, yeah, was, he being was being his stupid, stupid self. Right. But how many times has this happened to you where you walked in and you said something so asinine to a client? You go, what the fuck was I thinking? More times than I care to admit. Right. But you have, you know, you have to have confidence in this video. He clearly had no confidence. Right. He's, he was just, he was spinning. Right. Completely spinning because he just has no idea what to do. Right. But there is a moment in, in, I think in my life where all of a sudden it clicks. Right. And and here's where I still talk stupid. I just want to mention, like, there's still times where I'll say something and go, maybe I shouldn't have said that, but I'm saying it not being malicious and I'm not blaming the client. Well, you want to use the other company. Like you, you don't do that to people. Right. You, you can't, if it comes from the heart, like that podcast with Marilyn, I listened to it again. She, the way she says it's got to come from the heart. That's the absolute truth 100%. that if, if you're going to say it from the heart, this wasn't from the heart, what Tommy boy was doing. He was making it. Um, a spectacle mm-hmm. and people who are posting online on LinkedIn, use my services. You're right, like you said, you know, click here, you get a 10% discount or we're the best. We're the best. We're the best. They're just basically doing what Tommy boy is doing. Just, you know, they're not crashing cars on someone's desk. Exactly. But they're just, but they they're, are crash. They, they're, they're crashing and burning hundred percent. And, and just realize that he was crashing and burning. Yeah. And it, like this is a top, this is a Chris Farley movie, people, and 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 the 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 meanings behind it are so unbelievable. And I'm I'm wondering what we're gonna get out of this scene here. And right. this is, this is a scene where he he wins over a waitress. Well, no, don't tell, don't say yeah, the but, ending yet. Yeah, but but, but he, he just he, he just came he out with find, a fight with Richard. He just came out with a fight. I don't know Richard David Spade. He just came out with a fight with Richard because David Spade. David Spade. They're they're having a fight because they can't make a sale. They he can't make a sale for the life of him because he you're right. He's spinning. He's crashing. And he now, doesn't understand what to do. And he's trying to talk like his father. Your head's up the butcher's ass. When the beginning of the movie, the father said the father had this great line. I don't want to botch it because you know I'm not as good as that right. dad. But, you know, the father had this great line and he made a sale at his own wedding. And Tommy Boy's trying to make that same sale. Right. Now let's let's listen here. Waitress, could I get that shrimp cocktail I saw in the glass case? Yep. And you, what can I get? Jesus, what happened to your face? I knew it. See, Richard. I'll have chicken wings. Kitchen's closed until dinner. Just got cold stuff and desserts. Boy, some chicken wings had really hit the spot. You sure it's closed? Let me check. Yep, it's closed. Okay, I'll just have a sugar packet or two. (laughs) Hey, what's your name? Helen. 
That's nice. You look like a Helen. Helen, we're both in sales. Let me tell you why I suck as a salesman. Let's say I go into some guy's office. Let's say he's even remotely interested in buying something. Well, then I get all excited. I'm like, Jojo, the idiot circus boy with a pretty new pet. The pet is my possible sale. Oh, my pretty little pet. I love you. So I stroke it, and I pet it, and I massage it. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love my little naughty pet. You're naughty. And then I take my naughty pet, and I go. <laughs> oh, I killed it. I killed my sail. <laughs> That's when I blow it. That's when people like us have got to forge ahead, Helen. Am I right? God, you're sick. <laughs> Tell you what, I'll go turn the fryers back on and throw some wings in for you. Hey, thanks, Helen. Tummy likey. Tummy want wingy. <laughs> Did that board of the head knock something loose? What are you talking about? That 180 you just pulled with the waitress. Why can't you sell like that? I was just having fun. If we didn't get the wings, so what? We still got that meat lover's pizza in the trunk. Hey, you got the wings because you were relaxed. So you had confidence. And that's what it takes to sell. Confidence. Your dad had that. Ugh, why do you always have to deter these things? My dad was smart. I'm not. Very true. But there's two types of smarts. Book smarts, which waved bye-bye to you long ago. And there's street smart, the ability to read people. And you know how to do that, just like your dad. He was the best at knowing what people wanted to hear and what people needed to hear. That's what selling is all about. In a way, these people are buying you, not just brake pads. Hey, everybody. It's Tony Robbins. <laughs> Maybe you're right, Richard. I think I am. Holy Lord. Wow. So I, so I want to just say Go ahead. that that he basically, I don't want to like, this is not a law of attraction movie, right? They didn't say the word universe once in this movie, but this is what it's all about. Right. That someone can use the law of attraction, use the universe, and be authentic to themselves and sell without even knowing it. That idea of book smart and street smart is everything. Yep. It's everything that's smart people get rich and stupid stupid people get rich. He has heart and because and he really wants to sell. He really wants to make this work with for his to save his company. The stakes are so high for him. Right. That he really wants to work. He's not being an asshole. He's just being true to himself. And to get to that point where, you know, he acts like an idiot, Jojo the idiot circus boy with his pretty new pet, he knows he botches the sale, but he still wins over the waitress. Right. And and that's the universe because you get a thousand no's and then you get that one yes because he's still being an idiot where he's going, Jojo, the idiot circus boy. He's still being stupid, but he's being his authentic self. And he's not blaming the waitress saying, why is, why is the place closed? He's saying, well, I'm just an idiot. I botched it. And she's like, you know what? I like you. Right. I'm going to open the fryer and I'm going to get it. That's how you make a sale. Yep. That's how it's done. hundred percent. And, and I, you I, get a thousand no's. I'm in the process of getting a thousand no's for my books. It's been going on for years and it's normal and it's okay, but I'm still being true to who I am as a person. Mm -hmm. I'm still trying to be authentic to myself. And that's the lesson of that scene. And when he says Anthony Robbins, I didn't know who Anthony Robbins was back when you first watched it. Right. right? I had right. no idea who he was. And then when I went through the 30 days, personal power Two program, I always referred back to the scene saying, my God, he, he had the passion. Right. 
Tommy Boy, had, Chris Farley's character, had the passion to do this sale. He wants to save his father's company. And this is an SNL movie, and it's amazing right. that you know you you find the connections. And I want to do um, a whole podcast dedicated to Save the Cat and how oh, Save the yeah. Cat shapes how you sell because there's a beginning, oh, yeah. there's a middle, and an end. Yep. And, and there's, to, a, to there's, every a story, day. there's a story yeah. in everything. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, next, absolutely. Next scene is probably my favorite scene when it clicks for him and he makes a sale. I like your line, I like your prices, but there's a problem. There's no guarantee on the box. Heck, if something breaks down, you can call me, even if I'm home watching TV. Callahan has guaranteed every part sold since 1925. Maybe so, but it's not on the box. It should always be on the box, comforting you, calling out, I'm good, I'll never let you down, but if I do, I'm going to make things all better. Our brake pads are made with a non-corrosive polyplate. Son, if you're not talking about a guarantee, skip it. My customers need to see that little label looking them right in the eye. Hey, you can get a good look at your butcher. No. What? Remember, chicken wings. Chicken wings. All right, you want to talk about guarantees, then, fellas, you just ran out of time. Chicken wings. Let's think about this for a sec, Ted. Why would somebody put a guarantee on a box? Hmm, very interesting. Go on, I'm listening. Here's the way I see it, Ted. Guy puts a fancy guarantee in a box because he wants you to feel all warm and toasty inside. Yeah, makes a man feel good. Of course it does. Why shouldn't it? You figure you put that little box under your pillow at night, the guarantee fairy might come by and leave a quarter. Am I right, Ted? <laughs> What's your point? The point is, how do you know the fairy isn't a crazy glue sniffer? Building model airplanes, says the little fairy. Well, we're not buying it. He sneaks into your house once, that's all it takes. Next thing you know, there's money missing off the dresser and your daughter's knocked up. I've seen it a hundred times. But why do they put a guarantee on the box then? Because they know all they sold you was a guaranteed piece of shit. That's all it is, isn't it? Hey, if you want me to take a dump in a box and mark it guaranteed, I will. I got spare time. But for now, for your customer's sake, for your daughter's sake, you might want to think about buying a quality product from me. Okay, I'll buy from you. Oh, that's... What? <laughs> so he nailed it. Yeah, he did. Why did he nail it? Why did he nail it? He nailed it because he was talking from the heart. Yeah. And, and, and he was still being an idiot. Right. He was still talking about the tooth fairy building a model. He said model airplane, yeah. right? Uh -huh. Building a model airplane, glue sniffing tooth fairy. Right. He was still being an idiot, but really did what he did is he broke the guy down. Right. He broke down his guard because the guy wanted that guarantee. And he's like, the guarantees are bullshit. You know, you consider buying a quality product from me. Right. Because he was confident about his product. He was confident about himself and he was still being an idiot. Right. He didn't he change, was, he was but he changed. Exactly. You know, I loved it. it. It really, it was, it's an unbelievable movie. And as a businessman, as someone like, I don't want to, I don't want to say that we're Tommy boy, but like we're, yeah, the, we're, we're, we're silly guys. We're silly guys, but we technically are in the same spot as Tommy boy. Like we're, you know, we inherited a business from our father who passed, who, who passed know, away. And it's listen, you know, obviously, you know, we didn't go to college for seven years. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I did. Well, well, listen. I did. Listen, listen. Not, not we, like him. We weren't, we weren't, I wasn't on the rugby team and right. doing the wombat you know, in the dorm rooms. Obviously, the, the, everything in film and movies, it's all exaggerated. Sure. So th this is all very an exaggerated uh, concept. Sure. But the lessons in life go long. Yes. Where you That's, have to be true to yourself. Yeah. You have to be confident in what you're talking about. So being confident in what you're talking about is it's like 
talk about what you know. Correct. You ha- you have to talk about what you know. You have to have a story. You have to have a and, story. And he's seen it a hundred times. He's seen where the, the, his daughter was knocked up and, right. and and passed out on the bed, and he's seen it a hundred times. He's he's telling his story, but he's also saying what this guy's expecting. His expectations are, are are wrong. Yeah, a guarantee on a box doesn't mean anything. Right. I could take a dump in a box and mark guaranteed. <laughs> guaranteed. It's a piece of shit. Right. It's a guaranteed and, piece and, of shit. And that's the God's honest truth. Yeah. That. Yeah. That, you, you know, when, when you're, when, when someone's buying something from your company, they're buying something from oh. you because they trust you. Right. And he gained that man's trust. Yes. Yeah. Uh, just m- movies are you, the, the reason why it, ap- it appeals to so many is because of the stories and because of the depth of what it actually means. Again, watching this when I was 18 years old, mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh, Jojo, the idiot circus boy. I had this on my answering machine. You know, like when people would call me, I had an answering machine. Like right. people would call my ha- my line in the house, and I would have fat guy in a little coat from Tommy Boy right. as as my intro, and everyone who called loved it. It was silly. I didn't see the meaning behind it until I read Save the Cat. Until I started working. Until right. I started going out and making my own mistakes, saying, "My God, I'm Tommy Boy. We're all Tommy Boy. Right? We all make we're the same d- mistakes. D- it's the hero's journey. We're trying to figure it out yes. as we go along. Yes. So I guess as a bookend to this. Uh, to this episode, go watch Tommy Boy all day. But but look at it not from a silly Chris Farley point of view. Look at it as a as the hero's journey. Look at it as 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 like as Michael said, we're everybody. Everybody's every, Tommy Boy. Everybody's an underdog, right? And right. look how and some he people turn himself around. Some people may not have to save their their father's company, right? There's some people working in a department who are just working, um, it's still interacting with people. Mm-hmm. It's still talking to people on a daily basis, and, and and you know saying something that's you know maybe not be the right thing to say. How are you being perceived by that person? Right. So, Tommy Boy is everything. It's a universal universal not studios, but a universal film that everyone can learn from. It has a universal appeal. Thank you all for tuning in. Thanks, everybody. That was fun. Bye-bye.